Okay. Almost like a racehorse at the uh, at the starting gate, ch- chomping at the bit to, to get down that first uh, mile. What do you call a racehorse? What do you call a race course? First fall, furlong. Fuck knows. I don't know. Fuck <laughs> knows. No idea. Um. Okay. I had a joke there about a furlong, but apart that. I'll uh, keep that in the stables for now. Uh, <laughs> Robert, what were you saying? And what were you saying earlier? You were, you were talking about rage and uh, and anger, and um, that what this country might be feeling right now, and, and uh, what other people in this country may be experiencing. Yeah, I judge uh, certainly. I know I, I uh, I've been feeling a bit of that, but only because I've been kind of parking the parts in my cell that kind of suppress it. You know, the more kind of escapist, uh, reading the war news, funnily enough, uh, uh, that's what feeds my rage, is reading the war, the news feeds my rage, and I've actually parked that up. But, uh, but yeah, Judge, there's a lot of people in what I'd call a serenity mask at the minute. And, and what I mean by that is putting on this, in fact, a judge, uh, that, that, that's a very common thing for living in the United Kingdom, because we have this stiff upper lip, and the stiff upper lip is to put this smile on that actually underneath the surface of that stiff upper lip mask is actually a lot of anger, there's a lot of rage, there's a lot of shame, and, and probably some guilt related to... Uh, and it's quite prominent, just as I acknowledge the Queen's death, uh, as, as that's last night's occurrence. But this country, as a, as a people in this country, I was thinking about it today when I was in the jacuzzi, I was meditating, and what really came to mind is our schooling system is just a, what's the word, a production line to get people into the workforce and have them trained to be a slave in the workforce. It's not, it's not an education system. It's a, it's a conditioning system to enslave people to work 95, to pay bills, to get gassed at the weekend, to go back and work 95, to pay bills and continue in a loop that's very difficult and set up by design, difficult to escape. And underneath that, how are you doing? The woman in the shop, how are you doing? I always ask her, do you want the truth or do you want the British answer? Uh, and I've these great, uh, underneath that, because I see energy and I see energy fields and energy levels, I see underneath this mask that I'm great. You know, like it was a guy the other day and uh, I'd just been playing tennis, maybe only his 50s, a young guy in a way. Fucked, his hips fucked. And I'm like, are you all right? And he's like, oh, it's fine. I just live with it. And I thought we're conditioned to live in such shit, horrific, painful conditions that just, in a way, is, for me, unacceptable. But we're trained to accept such shitness and smile and pretend this is okay. When actually, mate, you're fucking funny bits. is the truth. And you're 50-year-old man. That there's other young men I see your age that are jumping up and down the mountains and bikes and playing tennis and then five days a week as fit as fiddles, as fit as 20-year-olds. And I've seen a 30-year-old today, and I'm going to end my raging rant in, in about a minute. I've seen a 30-year-old today, and I thought, realistically, mate, 
You're fucking 55 years of age. You've got 30 by number, but your system and your body, you're fucking ancient. You're 55. You know, overweight and no moving well and posturally gammy, bent, and uh, and I own sort of like that in my system, you know, but uh, and we just accept that as okay and that's the way, you know, and having lived in different cultures, 30 seconds, having lived in different cultures, I see how people treat themselves here in Spain. Nobody's ambitious. They're happy with their wee house, they're happy with their family, they've still got family values. They start work at 10 o'clock in the day after they've had a beer with a breakfast and stop at two to have a big lunch and go to bed. That's self-care. And we're just taught to abuse ourselves, I judge, and accept it. So I'm seeing this rage. In fact, finishing this off, I'm seeing the masks starting to slip and the rage starting to come out that's been suppressed for a long, long time and people having to put our face on that it's okay that I'm a slave. And I'm paying bills to people that are shafting me. So I'm feeling this coming to the surface, bubbling up more and more, and I think it's ready to pop. <sighs> Raging ran over. Yeah, thank you. I, well, I'll tell you straight up, I concur. I agree with you. Um, you know, in loads of ways, uh, you know, this it's about to blow. And people are starting to pop. Uh, I'm getting more and more angry with the experiences that I have from people who I judge that are angry and don't know what to do with it. Um, you know, and underneath all of that is fear. Our judge as well. Like prices are going up. People are panicking. They're under constant surveillance. Cameras are on you all the time. It's like a noose around the neck and it's post COVID. And what it's doing is it's coming out sideways. Robert, you and I were talking a little bit earlier this week and I was sharing some of my experiences with you, um, you know, around dealing with, companies, insurance companies, and, and people that, that just want money. You know, I'd recently just paid my annual insurance over 700 pounds. Something had happened a week later, they wanted another 70. Yeah, I've got all my car stuff to sort out. I've got all this other stuff to sort out. I'm asking them for, you know, I've just paid you over 700. Can I pay the 70 in a month? They're not giving me any grace. The person on the other end of the line is not very empathetic at all. They couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're in a shit space, because they're being they're being, in my judgment, they're being forced to conform to something that they don't like. You know, all of their spare cash is being taken up as well because they now have to pay more bills and do all sorts of things. And on top of that, my insurance has given me this tag to put in my car that links to my phone and is meant to monitor my driving. You know what I mean? I drive a performance car. I don't drive it so that I can have my fucking driving monitor to tell me whether I'm a good driver so that my insurance premium goes up or goes down. You know what I mean? So I had it in my car for a couple of days and I feel like I've got a noose around my neck every time I get in that car. Do you know what I mean? There's this little box telling me how I'm meant to be driving. And it's there telling me, like, if you do something we don't like, we're going to penalize you. And it drives me absolutely nuts. And we were talking earlier about, you know, um, and it's an, perhaps it could, it, you know, it could fall into, it's an archetype, right? It's, but it's, it's perhaps an undesirable one, is a predator and a predatory instinct. That you have. And I feel like this feeds into that for people, for all of us, in my judgment. And, you know, Robert, you mentioned that, you know, fortunately, the five of us here, we have something that a lot of people don't have. 
you know, we've managed to, to work a little bit more than your normal person has purely because I feel they haven't been exposed to it and become more aware of these things. So, and in that way, kind of, you know, sort of taper it a little bit and become more aware of, of what's happening with us and in that way, not let it control us. But these, the oppression, the suppression, I feel like people are experiencing and particularly post COVID and with the fear and all of this stuff, the green dying and all of that stuff, cracks are starting to show and it's going to explode. And it, it manifests itself as, as rage. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And then there's a knock-on effect because someone's fucking pissed off. So they're, they're, they're treating, treating you like shit Then you're on the receiving end of it. Then you go and treat someone else like shit. Yeah. So I really hear it when, when people say that they're full of rage and that there's parts of them that need satiating. And it's, I believe, my personal belief is it's external and it's the circumstances and it's the way that the world's been set up. Uh, thanks, Brad. I've got something I'd like to say, but I just want to check in with Thomas. Um, are, you, are you doing okay? Is there something you want to share with us right now? I'm just sitting patiently. I'm okay, Ashley, but thanks for checking in, man. I'm just listening, waiting to pounce. <laughs> what's, what's behind that smile? What's I'm, that keeping my, I'm keeping my powder dry. Is that your serenity mask? Mate? Is that what that is? It's my denial mask. <laughs> if you think this is my serenity mask, then good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with anything that I've that I've heard. Um you mentioned the, the energy of the predator, which is, is is part of human nature that we don't talk about, we deny completely. I, I wouldn't say it's a in my experience, it's not a serenity mask. It's a denial mask. It's a mask of fear. And it can be, there can be certain types of masks, you know? There can be the daddy mask, I'm a daddy just now, but I'm still not happy with what's going on, or I'm the husband, or I'm the lover, um, or, you know, I'm a teacher, or I'm a, pol a policeman, or whatever we do for a living. We put these faces on, and we deny our own self. And the only reason I can say that is because of what I referred to in my check-in is that I've denied my own self for, for so long because of my previous experiences. And I was, and I think that's why, um, I think that's what gives me the right to help others with this type of thing because I've worked with it so long myself and I've struggled with it. Um, I've felt the pain, I know the pain. And every now and again, it comes back round again. Um, and that gives me, I now see that as an opportunity to learn something new. Whereas in the past, it used to just be the same monotonous loop that I would get into, the one like the one that Robert described so eloquently at the start of this discussion. Um, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. Um, and I'm actually, I'm no longer scared of it although fear is there and it's not a respect, it's an acknowledgement of the power that it has. And for me, the, 
the your description about your experience with society, Brad, and and insurance companies and how they've got us by the balls. They've got everybody by the short and curlies. Everybody knows exactly how much money you've got to spend, how much money's in your bank, you know, how much spare cash you've got. And it's that predatorial behavior that is seen in corporations and businesses, even something as simple as like Tesco. Tesco has taken over. Like there's about four Tesco's within a, a stone's throw in my house now. And all the wee businesses that used to be there and all the local people and family businesses, they just didn't exist anymore because a big predatorial machine has come in and under the guise of globalization or progress or whatever you want to call it, and is and is gobbled everything up. <clears throat> but if it's okay at that level to do that, but it's not okay at the level of me to do that or an, the individual to do that. You get a man who's caught up and doesn't know what his emotions are like and, and hasn't had any support or help. What happens with that rage? You just need to look at the fucking suicide figures to, to, to get the fucking answer for that. It's as, clear as, it's as clear as the nose in your face. Men take out, of course, we leak out in, in, in relationships. We um, are the predatorial criminals that are responsible for uh, a majority of domestic violence or abuse. And that perpetuates the cycle. But it's reflected in society. And so it's okay at one level to do it. Greed is good. The cost of living crisis, pish. It's absolute bullshit. It's the cost of fucking greed crisis. It's the predatorial aspect of what we're experiencing that is triggering all this shit in other people. And I'm just lucky to a certain extent, I suppose, because I've been working on this shit for quite a while. Um, and I know, I know that I can go into victim. I know that I can also act as predator in my own defense. And it's through that experience that gives me, I suppose, the, the, the knowledge and the space to help others with their pain and their suffering from where they are to where they want to be. Um, because I, I've been the victim. I have been the victim of a perpetrator. I have been the victim of, of abuse. And I am still fucking raging about that. And that keeps coming back. I've, I've been through a lot of grief. I've processed a lot of grief. We joked about grief the last time and it's, it's been helpful for me. And what's this, what this has done is allowed me to honestly connect with that, that angry, rage-filled predator in me that, that is cold and calculating. It's not a wild man. It's not a wild man who wants to, to break free or to save. It's, it's something that is like here. It's like, there you go, you're done. It's a captive boat. It's like, it's that, it's, what is it? It's extermination. There's no, 
there's extermination to its death, its killing. And if I don't do it to someone else or hurt someone else, then I will hurt myself. I will take it out of myself. I'll work too hard. I'll be a workaholic. I'll drink too much. I'll have too much sex. I'll be a sexaholic. I'll, um, I'll buy too much. One of my big problems is buying too many cars. Right? And you laugh about it. It's mental. It's completely mental. But it's, I do it sneakily. And, I, and unfortunately, I, I did it again recently, as I said, and my wife had that response and it shocked me. I was like, what's going on? That was shadow. That is, that is it coming back. It even catches me. Um, you call it shadow, call it character defects, call it a mask, call it a shortcoming, call it whatever you like. It's the same energy. It's the same principle. It's hidden in me. And yeah, I've just got this, I feel this cold shiver. I've got this, I feel really cold at the moment. Um, and I want to do what I've heard us talking about before and what, if I can allude to what I talked about in, in, in the check-in, I, I want to do something and, and that might not necessarily be good. Um, and maybe that's where acting out and addiction comes from as well. I'm sure it does. Um, so, um, yeah, I think this is a, a much hidden, much aligned misaligned or, or misunderstood aspect of human nature that is hidden all the time in the way that, that you've just described. But it's hidden in plain sight. <laughs> you know, it's so it's so fucking sneaky. It's hidden in plain sight because it's such a powerful energy. It's such a it's such a wonderful, powerful thing to have if it's if it's managed and used or understood or or, or learnt from, I suppose. And the, my worry is that, and like my brother there, Robert, I stopped listening to the news a long time ago because it just sends me into orbit. It's just, you know, and, and you know, not being disrespectful to any of the news in the last 24 hours, but it's, it's all just a distraction. It's just yeah. to, to have all this, to project all this hope of a whole nation onto one person or to one family is seriously fucked up in whatever way, shape or form. And it's got nothing to do with individuals. It's just pure ignorance and pure madness as far as I can tell in my judgment, in my judgment. So when you take a breath. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I've been watching it a bit recently as well. And if I have to hear watch history in the fucking making one more time, bro, I want to break my fucking TV. So maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's, it's the present. It's the fucking just, present is happening, not history in the fucking making. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Would it be helpful if I was to invite you to take a breath with me as well? Bro? I will. I will. <laughs> fucking cock sucking fucking news. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come in here just for a very short piece because this is poignant. Great Britain has been a predator on the, on the world and other countries for the last X amount of years. And to make its citizens okay with that, it has to make them the same thing. And that's where this, you need to be the first in the class, fucked up thing comes from that hurts children that only the first in the class 
because they're having to put the elbow into 29 other people. That makes predators. That alone, instead of, and we're only as strong as our last man. That alone, instead of seeing the 30 of us are together, how do we learn together in a system? Our schooling system creates predators, creates slaves, predatory slaves, that accept, that numbs themselves from their feelings and their emotions to accept being fucking abused as a human being. I you stuck in a workplace like a fucking machine. And I'm going to finish with this last thing that's so funny and how fucked up this country is. So I use tobacco sometimes. I mean, I lived in Spain for 14 months. When I came back here, it was cheaper for me to fly back to Spain and buy a pouch of tobacco and fly home than it was to fucking buy it here in the UK. I, I had a hire car for maybe five months and I trashed the fucking thing. I really trashed it. I, I've done a few in, but this was... I wrote, I was on my phone and I, wrote, I took up the side of a crash party. I'd never crashed my own cars, but... And at the time, I had been smoking some hash and I had three hash burns in the seat. And I was so scared driving back to the airport in Alicante. I was like, fuck, man, they're going to charge me an arm and a leg. Mr. Miller, there's your 70 quid fuel deposit back. I just did a track the car. I see it's burnt to bits. That's what the insurance is for, Mr. Miller. I had car that was costing me six euros a day, I may add. That's the difference between this country and countries that have got strong family values and treat their citizens with humanity and allow their citizens to have a say in their country. And I don't want to beat and break Britain or the British people, but that blew my mind that I trashed their hire car. I have a fart in my hire car, they want to charge it, and in the UK and they want to charge me an extra cleaning cost. That's the difference. So anyway, ran over again. And the country's beautiful. Thank you, so I want to talk to a, a few things that have been said. Um, I think people coming together um, in their grief over the Queen dying is really cathartic for many people. It's a way of letting go. It's a way of expressing their emotions. It's a way of releasing. How many people actually know anything about the Queen at all other than what she looks like? <laughs> Most people have never met her. They don't actually know what the woman's like, and yet, and yet they're crying, and they're crying their grief, not for the queen really, but their grief because they it, they can allow it to come out because it's socially acceptable right now. And and what's happened to our country over the past few years, you know, the fear of the pandemic and the way that that was all managed, and that you know you have to take this this vaccination that you know hasn't been fully tested like all other drugs normally are and and everybody's just rallying behind it and then you know you're a bad person if you don't take it because you know you're killing that old woman down the end of the road it's like where are you guys going with this i just i choose to not take this medication i'm not very comfortable with it leave me alone you know don't say that i can't go to another country so yeah there's been a lot of fear creation and there's been a lot of division of people and then you know there's a lot of anger coming up from a lot of people because they're having to spend three four five times as much on on their power um but you know that's not okay that's really not okay for some people and the impact of that hasn't even really been felt by a lot of people and it's going to be really harsh um so yeah i was, I was doing some research recently on 
on how you can get mass psychosis, which is what it's called, a, a mass creation of um, hysteria, fear, anger, whatever that is. <laughs> I was looking at the like the the psychology behind um, the killing of all the witches in Europe. You know, thousands and thousands of women got killed because everybody got convinced that these were dangerous people and they were scary and something had to be done about it to the point where everybody was very comfortable with seeing some of their family members and their friends hanging up on ropes in the middle of the village because they finally killed those really dangerous people. You know, it was absolutely insane. And it's, it's totally, it, people in power and control, they're totally capable and they're totally aware of what they're actually doing and how they're manipulating people. And that's really scary. And the only way to combat that is to get really conscious, really aware, do your work, and disconnect from the shit that's going on outside the door so you can keep yourself feeling loved, feeling safe, and not be massively impacted by all that's going on around. Um, Thomas, I, I, you mentioned about Predator. Um, I'm wondering if you've done any specific Predator pieces of work, shadow work, on your Predator and reintegration with that and your inner child. Um, I, I did a number of pieces of work like that over the past five years, um, and it massively worked for me. My credit is still there, but it's it's like it's a feeling that comes up for me, and I'm like, oh, I know where that's come from. And it was still affecting my family. You know, we did a podcast recently, and I was saying, you know, how, how anger affects my family. That hasn't come up for me since. I did a piece of work after that podcast, and, and I can see Albert doing some really irritating things, and I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I could be feeling irritated right now, but right now I just, you know, I'm loving you for, for where you're at. Or if you know, <laughs> if I'm thinking, yeah, it's actually not okay what you're doing, then you know, I'll intervene or I'll walk out the room. I'll look after myself. I'll take self care. Um, so yeah, thoroughly recommend predator pieces of work, shadow work. It's um, yeah, that's me. Good plug, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Well, the intention. the coming straight, straight wise, no sideways. That's also the prostitute archetype. <laughs> okay, so I'll finish that off. Don't come to me to do your piece of work. Come go somewhere else. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in the light, bro. You're in the light. Is Brad here? <clears throat> yeah, yeah I'm, back. I'm back on. I'm back on. Yeah. Then can I jump in? Can I jump in with um? A little piece from from across the water. Only if it's going to fix everything and make everything okay. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, shut the fuck up. Will you? Will you? Will you? Would you project? Will you project and judge <laughs> me on my high, high? Put it on my pedestal. Actually, put me on a high horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I get the feedback because I got two brads. Yeah, we got two brads. Um, trouble, trouble. Something's been going dodgy with my computer. I hope it saved that first part of the recording. We'll get the other men back on. And then if it did, I'll just edit it together. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll splice it together. It'll be seamless. Yeah, indeed. Well, there might, there might be a little, you know, there'll be something, but it'll be all right. Um, it's a, a good conversation so far. I mean, you'd want to continue it? Or would you like to wait for them to get back on? Um, I, I'm conscious of time because I also have to go at half five. 
Yeah. Um, the, the piece it, that I wanted to to put in there, well, is, is, is a few pieces because this is really, really fucking interesting for me, right? This this whole subject here um, of 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 how we live in a modern day society. Okay, that, that that's what I'm picking up here, and that's that's the kind of the, the zeitgeist, the feel, the the temperature, like the pulse taking of of what I'm kind of here feeling from you guys. And and to give you context, I, I lived in the UK for seven years, so I, I lived I lived a, a, a very normal commercial life in the UK for seven years. But now I don't, you know, now I, I I live there as a foreigner, and and now I don't. I live across the water, and and I observe a little bit of what's happening. Um, and I agree with Ashley that sometimes there are times where you have common grief moments you have these cathartic group cathartic moments and the loss of a royal might be one of those times in new zealand if the all blacks lose that is a common grief moment if the all blacks lose something especially a home game then the whole nation spirals down and they've actually tracked that the gross domestic domestic produce the gdp of the country drops or goes up depending on the all blacks performance so we don't have royalty we have rugby but I think there's a similar comparison there. And the two cents that I wanted to throw in here, because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the anger. I'm, I'm hearing the anger and I feel it within me as well. And I feel like I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I don't have the answers. I do not know the best way to make a livelihood for myself in the current system that we have. Yeah. I, I, I do not know these things because I have an have an ethical standpoint. Yeah, I do not like that Tesco sell wine half price. I do not like that, but I will buy that wine because it is half <laughs> price. So I am perpetrating. I do not like that that the the, the buying power Tesco's have enable me to buy New Zealand wine and New Zealand lamb for cheaper here than someone in New Zealand can buy it. People in New Zealand can't afford to eat New Zealand lamb. They can't afford that. Like milk is expensive in New Zealand. Bread is expensive. Lamb is expensive. And it's like, what? How is it expensive? So I'm confused. And the little bit I want to zoom out on here, because I'm, I'm here in the little kind of building blocks of modern day life. I want to share with you guys a, th a theory. Have you ever heard the theory around Weetos? Have you heard this? A Weetos? Wheat, Weetos. <laughs> All right. <sorry. laughs> but that's something different. That's a, that's a cookie. That's a cookie. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so wheat as in Weetos oh, sounds okay. like sounds it's like a a breakfast cereal, right? Yeah. yeah. So, oh. and and this is this taps into someone mentioned around the the, the common unconscious or the or, or the common capitalist system which which we have and we and we live in, and and yes, I'm hearing that there's a bit of anger and there's there's empirical guilt from the empire of of Great Britain, or of the or of the history of that um, of empire and and also. Britain was conquered by several empires. Yeah. The Normans were there. The Saxons were there. The Romans were there. 
Before that, the Celts might have been there. The Romans been... didn't get into Scotland. The Romans didn't get into Scotland. Just, well, just no. to... <laughs> they got a little bit into Scotland, didn't they? Just a wee bit, but no, no enough. They got a little. I got a finger in the. They got a finger in the doorstep. A finger so... in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't come to Ireland, right? That's because I think the Scots probably gave them so much grief. They were like, "We're not <laughs> they going." They were knackered by the time yeah, we were finished yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're good. We're not going any further. This is it. This is what we're going to get. We're not going over there. So. So I've, I've, I've lived in a few different places and, I, and I've lived in a place that was colonized by you know, the, the empire. You know, New Zealand is colonized by the Britain. Brad's got his hand up. South Africa, the same. So Ireland, the same. Yeah. And there's a whole load of stuff still going on here, even though Ireland, uh, it, it, 28 counties are, are now not that. Yeah. But there's still a lot of guilt, pain, shame, all the history and the hangover of that. And, and, and that comes up quite regularly in our men's circles. We deal with that trauma. Mm. And I feel that in my body, yeah? I feel that in my body, that conflict, the history of conflict that men have gone through year after year, generations after generations, where we put hard hats on our head and we get guns and we get swords put in our hand and we say, you go fight for, for country, for king and country, yeah? So let me go into the WITOS theory a little bit. Zoom back for me 12,000 years, okay? That's a long, long, long fucking time. 12,000 years ago, the Ice Age was starting to really recede from Europe, from Northern Europe, okay? At that time, it left a load of land which was free and available for wheat, wheat grass to mutate, okay? So before that, you didn't really have a lot of wheat. Now, because the Ice Age, you had a load of fertile meadows and wheat could mutate, so you had wheat plant. Yeah, it's around about the same time that people re realized that wheat is delicious and you can make bread and you can make beer and you can make loads of lovely stuff with wheat. That's the time that we started to transition from being a hunter-gatherer society where we moved with the seasons, we were in touch with herds and we were in touch with crops and abundance that came from nature and we started to lay down fields and we started to farm fields in one area and that then meant that we then had ownership over land because it was easier for me to retill the same field the same crop to replant wheat every year and as that theory as that idea spread throughout europe and then the world so in asia it's rice yeah that changed the mindset to this common mental health uh, condition or illusion that we all live under, that we live by fields and we live by planting and we live by this kind of very um, grid-like uh, arrangement where we, we grow wheat, we gr grind wheat, we make flour, we then exchange flour from goods and services. And that kind of sets up what I hear you guys talking about, which is the school systems we have, which train us to be in the WITOS in some shape or form. And there's a few of us who are sticking our hands up and going, uh, lads, is anybody uh, see that the emperor's got no clothes on? Does this make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A few of us sticking our hands up and being like, I don't know if this system's really working. And that's my two cents on this. Mm -hmm. I feel rage. I feel anger. I constantly have to temper it. My belief is that my forebears, my ancestors, experience conflict yeah one of them left the republic of ireland because he was a catholic man he was never going to move any further ahead another one had a rifle put in his hand and fought for the british army 
and was captured and was spent three years in a prisoner war camp and came out of that decimated. His body was decimated. His mind was decimated. His options was to a decimated. His soul was crushed because he fought. So we are the inherited. We are men living with the inherited belief. We fight for king and country. We fight for land. We fight for something. And now we're in this conflict, but we're not in a conflict. We don't know what the good side is because mm-hmm. actually, actually like wheat's terrible for you. It gives you a horrible, uh, IBS and I, my skin breaks out when I drink beer, I can't even drink beer anymore. I can't even enjoy the lovely fruits of all this, uh, lovely, uh, <laughs> delicious beer we have because my eczema breaks out. So we're, we're modern humans, modern apes living in a time where we know the ethical conundrums that we face, the energy crisis that we face. Yeah. We're running out of oil and gas and yet we're starting fracking and we're starting to explore North Sea oil again because we can't, uh, we can't hit our homes any other way. What do we do? Cognitive dissidents. We're fucked either way. And this is the point we have to step up and go, right. What are we doing different lads? All right. That's my anger filled rant over. Yeah, well, I was just about to ask for mercy, brother. I was just about <laughs> to ask for mercy. You beat me to it. Your timing was perfect. Yeah, no, it's true. No, I don't no, think it's I'm not quite sure no. I believe in this energy crisis. It's not a fucking energy crisis. It's a fucking capitalist crisis. But, but that's, I want to pick up on something that, that I think are two themes here that, are, that I don't want people to get confused with if we decide to share this one. Yeah. And that is, the, there is a complex combination of rage and confusion. Mm. Or rage and manipulation. It's not just it's not just rage. It's not anger. It's not anger because anger is a it can be a healthy boundary creating yes and no husbandry caring sort of energy. Yeah. This 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 the rage that I'm talking about is combined with the for me in my experience it combines the frustration the annoyance, the conflation that you were talking about there, Joseph, and the contradictions yeah. that I go, I, I can't even make fucking sense of this anymore. Makes my head hurt. What the fuck am I meant to be doing here? Yeah. And then you go and try and reason with someone and they say, sorry, the computer says no. The computer or, says no, exactly. Or whatever, you know? And you're like, this isn't making any sense at all. And it's that, it's that creative manipulation, the ruthlessness of that, of the intellectual aspect of it, or the overthinking aspect of it, that has a lot of people, in my judgment, confused. Yeah. Um, and they go, what am I meant to be, what am I meant to be doing? And that then leads to the internal conflict that I feel is the conflict of, you mentioned cognitive dissonance, I'm not really sure what that means, but cognitive <laughs> cognition, <laughs> I'm still trying to work that out, cognition about what my head's telling me and the somatic principles of what my body's telling me exactly are, are either they're yeah they're conflicting that's so exactly conflict. what it means that's exactly what it means exactly yes thank it you means what you thought was real and what is real are two different fucking things that's cognitive yes, but i think what's that robert that's beautiful because i'll tell you why what i'm noticing and it's massive again common sense has been eradicated for laws system rules and processes and common sense is it's like in Rishikesh in India people are climbing up bamboo poles day in day out to build houses three stories up 
There's never been a building site there. Now you look at them in a building site, you think they're bamboo poles, somebody's going to die up there. That's, that's dangerous. My head tells me that because I have to see them with hard hats and harnesses and all this bullshit. Yeah. I, I just no building sites. The yeah. common sense is out the window. That's a, that's a good example. I just want to really make sure that I am clear about what I'm talking about. That's maybe I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this in, in, in India or wherever. Maybe there is, but uh, and I'm sure I'm hopefully it'll be helpful there as well to to see that, to hear to <laughs> hear collective. It's going to be big in Japan, bro. Our, our collective guilt, our collective <laughs> privileged white imperialist middle class ex working class guilt or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say. No, I was going to say that it's important that. Head and heart. That that head and heart. Thank you. It's that head and heart thing that 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 creates the confusion, creates the knots, and creates the the that, that frustration and and even the anxiety that can sometimes develop into that anger or that rage that either leaks out in society in the way that we've been talking about, or we turn it. In my experience, we turn a lot of men I know turn it in on ourselves. Um, yes, through, exactly. Through abuse, through self-abuse, yep. through addiction, through overworking, addictions of any kind, you know, substance or behavioural or, or or even ruining our relationships and unfortunately ruining women in the process uh, that we just kind of repeat that cycle. And I think for me, it's like the ghosts in the machine that you mentioned there, Joseph, that come from the previous generation. Like I, I know that my father had been abused by his father, who was in the First World War. Mm. And he signed up for the First World War at the age of 16. Um, And he was like, this is the right thing to do. He thought that was the right thing to do, bless him. And he came back a completely changed man. And that had a massive impact on just one family. And that just happened to be my ancestors. And, And I want to just acknowledge that, the power of the ancestors in this, and the power of what not only what we've inherited, but what we are in a position to now either pass on or, you know, change in some way can, to, can our, ask, to the next generation. What, 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 to wrap this up, what, what, do we, what do we think is the right next thing to do? Knowing what we know now of the inherited lines of trauma, the conflict, the, norm, the normalcy of warfare, what do we do? as individuals but collaborative individuals what do we do we do our work yeah, and we help others do the same agrees like this is i'm not sure there's a massive answer for that other than you know what start to work on yourself and become more aware of this asks ask some questions start to heal your own pain for generations we have been convinced to not have our head and our hearts connected. Yes. That has given the ability for people who want to rule and be in power and in control to manipulate that. And they do, and they're very conscious of how they do it. And what they want is more power and control because they believe that brings them happiness. But that is not actual real happiness. So they're not actually really happy. The people they're controlling aren't really happy. It's a bit of a fucking mess. Connect yeah. your head to your heart, individually, collectively. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a beautiful place? Like, why yeah. is it this school in school? <laughs> it's, and it's hard. Yeah, and it's too hard for most people to want to bother, right? Because all yeah. they want to do is they want to sit down, they want to watch the news, they want to feel bad because the fucking queen has died, and they want to hear what they're being told. 
Yeah. They want to believe what they're being fed because yeah. it's easier. And just leave me alone, right? Yeah. Just leave me alone and let me be happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a, a need and a want to want to wrap this up now, and I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, but I want to just say that cognitive dissonance is by design, and the place you'll see the most. Think about tobacco barons. They're saying, "I'm selling you tobacco, and this is what it's going to do to you." And you're seeing people lying that we fucking skewed up with everything, treat their fucking all crude to bits. So that's how much the corporations have got the power and the people need to get it back by connecting that. But that's cognitive dissonance there. I'm selling you tobacco, I'm charging you a fortune for it and I'm killing you with it. That's by design. Yeah, yeah so I know Thomas and Joseph need to go. So that's the only reason we're going to we're gonna bring this to a close now. I feel like I'd like to give everybody more of a chance to speak. And um, I just want to finish with, you know, I think, it's perfectly like, this has been a great talk for me. This has been a great chat. And each one of us has had an angry rant. And anybody who's listening to this, if you feel fucking angry when you're listening to this, then that's exactly how you should be feeling. And then that's okay. And, <laughs> that's okay. and, <laughs> and something else has come up for me. I've heard, I think I've heard pretty much every single one of us say, when we've spoken about something on a previous podcast, we have felt better since then. Yeah. Right? So yeah. this stuff, the stuff that we're doing here, it's healthy for us. If it's healthy for us, I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge that it's healthy for a lot of other people as well. When yeah. we talk about stuff and get it out there, it's 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 a world where we all have the, the stuff that we suffer from. We're all feeling the oppression and the suppression. We talk specifically about males, and it is the world that we live in suppresses us. It oppresses us, and then on that, on top of that, we're told by the people around us that our anger is not okay, and that's when our anger becomes rage. And what starts to happen is people start to drink, they become addicted, they start to play fucking video games. And they, they say, well, I'm not being given any of the credit, so I'm not going to take any of the responsibility. Mm. So fuck off and leave me alone. And that's what's happening with the society of men that we have today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm going to leave it with that right now. And I'm going to say, listen, man, I really feel love for all of you right now and your, your courage and input on these, uh, these podcasts. And yeah. We'll talk about sending this one out, but my feeling is, is that it needs to go up. Beautiful. Beautiful, man. Good to see you. Stop the recording.